Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. And oh, I can fly, I can fly, I can fly. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Okay, so that's how it's gonna be. Y'all wanna play? Okay then. I got my eye on you, Jake Quillen. Just on Ireland, is it, they're a pretty handy team, aren't they? Ireland! They're a handy team. Come on, Ireland! They're a handy team, all right. They know how to flick it about. They can, they can flick the pill. They can flick the pill. Any day of the week, they'll flick the pill. Talk about the moment you've all been waiting for, folks. You're not alone there. It's the moment I've been waiting for for what seems to be months, if not years now, of course. You're listening to The Run Home, and it is a big welcome back. Not just welcoming back from the news, but welcoming back the star of the show. Uh, You're with The Run Home, and yes, you are. You are actually with Curse and Beaver now. It is phenomenal. We are under the impression, well, I guess this uh, facade, that uh, Curse is in France and Paris covering the Rugby World Cup. And then if you dive a little deeper, you actually find out she's in Majorca, floating around on a lilo in the ocean there. And I can assure you, I've got footage of her now. She looks like she may be in Ibiza, and she's just walked in from a club. It's now my absolute honour to welcome you in. Curse, Danway, live from wherever you want to say you are, Curse, because the listeners, they just don't know. Very rich coming from someone sitting on the 19th hole at the Ryder Cup, Beef. That looked a lot like the Rugby World Cup to me. Good morning. Good afternoon. I'm just going to pull back the curtain here very early on and apologise for being MIA for the last couple of weeks. Waking up in the middle of the night is is not too easy. Uh, And it is the middle of the night once again, so I am still waking up. Um, but, you know, last time I was on, I was worried about the noise permeating through yes. the hotel walls. Well, I didn't have anyone next to me of note uh, at that stage mm. of the tournament. Now, Jeff Wilson is next to me. So if you hear some yelling and screaming telling me to shut up, that's coming from Jeff Wilson next to me. 
Um, so we may have to whisper a little bit. And the other thing is I've got one very sleepy uh, GT on the bed going, <laughs> trying to avoid uh, being on radio this morning. Well, I'm glad so I actually it's mentioned... It's all going on in a tiny Paris hotel room. I, I'm actually... I'm actually glad because I mentioned to Jacob, I said, Jacob, um, is there someone else in the room? I hope it's GT, um, for GT's sake. It's great that it's GT. And, and Kirst, just referencing Jeff Wilson, do not worry about Jeff Wilson. A, he's not playing. Um, last week, I was in the Ruck Hotel, which was also doubling as the All Black Hotel. I was worried about them, so I had to go sit in the reception at 5 o'clock in the morning. Little did I know that it was only Gilbert Anoka. Uh, so I actually would have lived with that if I'd woken Gilbert Anoka oh, up. He wasn't healthy. playing. Hey, hey well, guys! I didn't realise it was him until it was too late. I'm just thinking, guys, we've got Joel and Fletcher on the show tomorrow. Let's not let them know that they can dial into our Jitsi and have access to potentially GT because Joel, <laughs> Joel would just lose himself if that, if that, if that was to happen. Oh, he's already walking around the room naked and asking me if his camera's on. Joel's in. <laughs> uh, only I could see GT, so uh, pl- just stay in your half, please. Stay in your half. Oh, anyway, how is everyone? I've, I've met some great SENZ listeners from this side of the world uh, at rugby games over the last couple of weeks. It's been quite remarkable, actually, in these stadiums with tens of thousands of people from all over the world. When you go to those games at a World Cup, babe, you realise how far and wide the All Blacks brand actually reaches. Like, you've got people coming from Switzerland that like the All Blacks. You've got these accents from all over the world that travel to one place to see the All Blacks. It's incredible. It's not just Kiwis. No, it's not just Kiwis. But And here's a question for you without notice, Kirst. And it's an easy one, so don't, so don't stress. Hate but a question without your, notice. This is, all, this is your first time overseas covering the All Blacks, uh, well, especially up in the, in the Northern Hemisphere. I always found, you know, always proud to be an All Black, always proud to be a Kiwi. But I reckon when you're up there, you're even more patriotic. You're even more prouder of uh, where you're from because I guess – when you see another Kiwi flying the flag or you see supporters in the crowd with their face painted with New Zealand on the side of their cheeks or something like that, it's quite, it's quite special, isn't it, when, you, when you're up there and seeing this sort of support for the team? So many Kiwis have travelled such a huge distance to be here. Like We've met fans before the game who have told us we've sold our house just to come to the <laughs> Rugby World Cup. They've literally sold their house or taken out a second mortgage on the house, which scares me ahead of this weekend, I must tell you. <laughs> uh, it does, that does make me a little bit nervous. I hope they've got some insurance or maybe can go back on the deal just in case. Not that I'm not confident, but I'm just not cocky uh, like the Irish right now, Beeve. Um, no, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool seeing All Blacks fans come from New Zealand to be here. But then you've also got the UK so close. So there's a lot of yes. youngsters at this Rugby World Cup. <laughs> yes. And that's different because the World Cup audience is usually, what do you reckon, like... 45 plus it's people that are a little bit older that have saved up and this is literally like their dream holiday they've saved up for some of them 10 15 years to come to a rugby world cup so that's their entire life savings but because it's very close to london you're getting a lot of young kiwis who are on their oes who have just got tickets last minute and are heaving at these games and so the atmosphere has just been wild I was, I was telling the listeners that, especially the Leon games, uh, which I was lucky enough to go to one, it was it was just tailor-made for the kids on their OEs because obviously cheaper tickets, like easy flight. And yeah. it was, yeah, it was. I went out the night before the game for dinner, of course, Kirst. And my word, <laughs> you, you could have got trapped in. 
You could have got trapped in Leon City that night, I tell you what. Jeepers. They were roaring the Kiwis oh, are. But I, I wonder if I wonder if they can afford the quarter final tickets in Paris this weekend, Curse. It might be a different sort of Kiwi on tour this weekend. Mm, they're probably looking at pensioners this weekend. Uh, <laughs> no. There'll be there'll be a mixed bag one there. I reckon it's gonna be Ninety percent green jerseys and Irish, yep. and then the other ten percent is going to be made up of rugby fans and your very small pocket of All Blacks jerseys for this weekend. Because were you at that South Africa Island game? What did you miss? No, that I missed one? that one. Missed that one. The, I have like three top rugby games or top atmospheres I've ever been in. That's that's part of the three now. That game well, and that vibe. The ninety thousand capacity Stade de France was unbelievable. Was it more impressive but than the opener? That gave the Irish so much confidence. That was more impressive than the opener. Wow, because that opener was special, wasn't it? With the Frenchies going absolutely mad for the entire opening ceremony yeah. and then during the game. So, so those are the top two. There you go. Wow, how good's this weekend going to be? Curse, you mentioned the cocky Irish. You're surrounded by Irish, no doubt, already in Paris. I know you. You mentioned. You interviewed Rog, uh, the great runner in Agara. How's, how's the feeling amongst the Irish? Do they think they're just going to walk into Paris and, and take this uh, quarterfinal? Well, very much so. If you listen to, to all the Irish pundits, I mean, you know, because you've been all over their TV shows and, and mm. their radio shows, or your voice has, <laughs> and our radio show has. So thanks for thanks for the extra promotion, Beef. I know you did that You're on welcome, purpose. You're welcome, Hutchie. Um, yeah, no problem. You're taking one for the team. Taking one for the team. So the pundits, very confident. The punters, also confident after toppling South Africa. I reckon that's what gave them the extra boost that they think now is the time. But as we know, they've never made it past the quarterfinal. They never, ever have felt what it's like to get past that pressure. This is like a final this weekend. They've never played in a Rugby World Cup final. You know, like, you can't can't underestimate what it's like to have been there before, right, Beef, and what that actually feels like. And none of these guys have been there before. You cannot compare the Six Nations to a Rugby World Cup final because that's essentially what it is this weekend it's make or break for these coaches and for these players uh, and so many from both sides departing after this world cup and if you want to start and i mean maybe we're clutching at straws here but you talk about a the fact that this is pressure like they've probably never experienced before and look let's be honest the all blacks there's not many that have been near this before themselves however you look at you know a lot of the irish and a lot of the northern hemisphere um, pundits always point to the, of a club competition up there, so cutthroat, so sudden death, the European club champs. Well, I mean, you look at Leinster, who make up the majority of that Irish team, the last two European Cup finals against La Rochelle, absolutely unbackable favourites, have, you know what, the bid in the last 20 minutes when, that, when the acid came on. So, you know, if, if it so goes down to the wire... probably get Ronan O'Gara in just for the week, you know? Just, just, just to pick apart this Irish side a little more. Well, yeah, I mean, wouldn't, I mean, Ronan probably wants that job one day, so maybe he, he wouldn't mind just helping the All Blacks out. He's got plenty of Crusaders boys in there that love him. Um, so who knows? Uh, he, he might not mind just uh, giving a few tips on it. But, uh, yeah, I, I certainly know that uh, Ronan's, um, Ronan's pre-game and halftime speech to the boys in La Rochelle to get them across the line in that second one where they beat them uh, it didn't hold any, uh, didn't pull any punches around uh, the fact that these boys don't know how to finish off a game and that they've been there a year before. 
Oh, actually, I had a message uh, for you from Ronan O'Gara. Um, he said, thanks for polishing off uh, the entire uh, Heineken uh, truck that was brought to his house after the European Cup win uh, in the space of a night beef. Well done. Well, that's what happens when I'm invited to his house and he doesn't show up. Uh, it's, uh, it's, that's not my problem. Um, and, and let's be honest, uh, Ronan did not pay for that beer, so uh, it'd, be, it'd be no skin off his name. <laughs> Um, so the right. Irish are very confident. French fans, very confident over here as well. I don't know if you noticed that a few weeks ago when you were here, but now all the French fans are saying, we're going to win the World Cup. Like, for them, it is dead set in stone. And this is without DuPont over the last couple of weeks. They've seen enough from their team to to think that they're going to win it. Now, a lot of these French fans... Um, they're actually not sports fans. They just love getting involved. They just love the party. Yes. Uh, they just love the vibes. The vibes are very high on the streets of France. So they may not know the intricacies of rugby, but sky-high confidence uh, that this is their World Cup to lose. And to be honest, when you see this nation of, what, 22 million or something like that getting behind this team, man, it is so hard to see how anyone is going to beat France at the World Cup. And then you add Anton Dupont in there as well. Yeah, I mean, what sort of, like, are you working that game too or are you able to you able to enjoy it or are you guys covering that one? No, we're working. We'll be there, we'll be there both games in Paris this weekend. If, imagine if he gets named and to play. Can you imagine, I mean, we were both there for when they read out the team list uh, for that opener when well, they mentioned to, his name. He? He's got to. Oh, well, I, I was under the impression maker. I was under the impression they were going to hold him back one more week, but it seems to be the word coming out that he may Why well would play. you hold him back a week when you might not have it? Because <laughs> he's got a broken jaw. There, you know that. <laughs> of course, but he's running around with a broken jaw and he's playing the one team in world rugby who you know will probably find, try and find a way to test that broken jaw from the first moment. So, um, geez, I'll tell you what, I reckon... Yeah, that, the, uh, that'd probably take a red card to take him out. <laughs> I reckon the uh, the video ref should have just have a DuPont cam because there will be shoulders and the sly arms going left, right and centre. I better not say that. That, that could end up on um, some sort of uh, South African website, um, like the last uh, throwaway comment when I had a few hours sleep. Um, but, uh, oh, was that no. a joke, was it, Beef? Of course it was a joke, but, you know, just some people up there, no, they're just not wasn't. taking jokes. They're not taking jokes, Kirsch, you know that. <laughs> ah, anyway, anyway. Oh, uh, anyway. I know you're going to name your team tomorrow uh, before you travel over here, but yes. how big an influence, how big an ace is having Joe Schmidt for the All Blacks? Yeah, it, it, is, a, it is a big one because this team is, as we've said, this team is built on Leinster players. And as I said yesterday to the listeners there, there'll be blind spots in that he would have known from coaching a lot of those boys for a long time that... He knows what flusters them. He knows. He knows John. He made Johnny. He didn't make. Sorry, he didn't make Johnny Sexton. But he was with Johnny Sexton from the moment Johnny Sexton came through the grades. So he knows everything there is to know about Johnny Sexton. Johnny Sexton's their kingpin. You break him down, then you win the game. Surely and you send someone down Johnny Sexton's channel straight away. Y- you would, wouldn't you? Um, I'm just, you know, I think <laughs> your Geordies, your Ricos. Um, but I mean, we knows? saw him. We saw him cry on the weekend over a wee foot trip. <laughs> Look, 
He, as you get older, you get more windier. There's no doubt about it. And uh, he's been, he was windy when he was young. So I would imagine that uh, the boys will go after him. Uh, you'd, you'd construct a few short line-out plays where maybe you send Artie down there. Um, but, yeah, no doubt that... Shannon Frizzell. Shannon Frizzell. Who Scott knows? Barrett. Maybe even, Someone maybe even Lester. Him. Maybe even Lester gets a start. I know we're naming teams tomorrow. But is there any, is there any avenue for There's a surprise no selection? in the start, does he, Beef? Okay, that's, that's all I need to know. No. I just want to know if you're hearing no. any sort no of surprises. It's going to be the stock standard to lead Dane, on one Dane Coles to play. Yes, well, he has to. He has to in my eyes. And, he'll be and, in the and he'll be giving some sledges back to Omani and sticking up for Sam Kane. And, you know, there's some things from that Irish series last year that haven't been forgotten. And the Omani sledge about Sam Kane being a shit Richie McCaw and one of yes. those boys breaking Brody Retallick's cheekbone hasn't been forgotten. Those are two people surely you don't want to fire up. And then you add <laughs> Dane Coles to that mix, who's just no, grumpy exactly. anyway. Yeah, so no, I, you I got, think you got an they angry will be- team. They'll be waiting for that 75th minute when they're out by more than seven. They'll put the mouth guards in the pockets and they'll just get all the one-liners. But it's funny you mention uh, the Irish and how much confidence there is. Uh, great text in here. I think everyone is overreacting to the Island win over South Africa. If Pollard was playing in that game, South Africa would have won. He'd never miss that many kicks. Also reacting to our loss to France, we were missing yeah. Lomax, Taylor, Retallick was just coming back from injury and hardly played. No Frizzell, Kane or Geordie didn't play. Roy Gard or D-Mac off the bench. And there are difference makers. We aren't good enough to win missing that much cattle. But with our top 23, we can beat anyone. That's a great text. And look, we got the bench wrong against the French in the opener. And you're right, we were missing some big guns as well. So, no, I've got a lot of confidence we can get the job done. Uh, and of course, Kurt, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, it's a team list of travellers. And here's a great one. Uh, hey team, Ooh. Tyson Fury could be a lock-in at lock. Uh, he's a big body and a genuine traveller. Well, they're all genuine travellers. Um, even he still just goes down to the local park. I don't know if you've watched uh, Living with the Furies or that show that's on the Furies. Yes, I have on Netflix. Um, on Netflix, he literally it's takes his like twenty million dollar caravan just down the road to the patch of grass yeah. with his ten children. Yeah. And his wife doesn't know where she is, so she goes flying down in the Ferrari um, down to the local caravan park and, and finds them. So, uh, wonderful <laughs> so, scenes. They use but... a different car every time. <laughs> but yes, the Furies, they will have to be involved. Absolutely. Oh, great text. Keep them coming through. Double eight, double three on the Temper and Bedpost text line. Coming up on the Macca's menu, thanks to Mick Delivery Grunt. Elliot's joining us in the next 30 minutes, actually in the next 10 minutes. Uh, it says here we're hoping to catch up with Brad Weber, but has that been confirmed, Beep? Have we got confirmed. the great man, Brad Weber, live from the Hawks Bay uh, on the show? I'm not sure I'm ready to go there yet. Still a little bit hurt uh, from the weekend. Uh, actually, and very dark actually a text. About there's... your TAB NPC tips. <laughs> Oh, there's actually a text about the real Bay curse, um, but I, I allowed you to uh, ignore that one, but yeah, don't start me on Waikato in the heart. What about it? Is. Oh, uh, you told me that they were coming, right, Beef? Quarterfinal <laughs> exit yet again, uh, but we won't go there because we're out too. Tuesday, bra- Tuesday Brain Buster coming your way. Questions without notice and a wee TAB uh, live betting update as well. That is the Macca's menu. Thanks to McDelivery delivering your Macca's favourite straight to your door. Teamless Tuesday continues. Uh, and I've got a couple of questions for Beeb without notice as well. We'll be back <laughs> soon.